We're just okay, and we play some movies. Games. We're just okay, movie games. watchers. Welcome everyone to another episode of Just Okay Movies. I'm your host, um, a fart propulsion professor engineer Biggie Size, and I'm here with. Oh boy, um, uh, hanging myself, Guido. <laughs> well, how you doing, Guido? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Are you ready to talk about Swiss Army Man? Uh, I suppose. <laughs> well, the reason why we picked this film is because we got an email from a Brady Skinner, which I believe is Brady. I believe so. But That's his email—it's gotta be right. I—it's I, gotta be. I'm pretty sure. His email says, "Last night I watched a movie that left me speechless. It was surreal and incredible." It's original, full of life, and only a handful of people made it. Please watch Swiss Army Man. I cannot find the words to describe this movie, but I know it is important. And, I mean, how can we not talk about this film after an email like that? And I would have to agree. Uh, this movie is something. And uh, I, it sort of... At, points really left me a bit speechless like the premise it, it's all built on the premise everything else you've seen before but the premise is pretty interesting so basically what happens is a guy gets shipwrecked on an island we don't know anything else about that situation it's just he was shipwrecked and he's about to kill himself until he sees a body uh, wash up on the shore and <laughs> He just, uh, he goes and checks on it, and it's dead, and it's not doing anything, and he goes back to hang himself, and it starts farting a lot, mm -hmm. to the point that it starts, like, going back out the sea and going around in circles, and, I mean, that killed me already. That that was just hilarious, because you're looking at Daniel Radcliffe, you know, a pretty well-respected guy, you know, I mean... Other than yeah. his Harry Potter, he's done a lot of <laughs> stage stuff, and yeah, I, I understand. But you know, it's just not you don't see him as wanting to take on a role where he's a a dead corpse that's farting around in the water. You know, he he's got that Harry Potter money. He doesn't need to do that, but he did. And yeah. and the rest this... of the film is about them kind of growing together. And right. oh, go ahead, Guido. This movie was touted at the time when it came out as the Daniel Radcliffe farting movie. For a good like reason. I, yeah, that's what I remember people talking about. It was like, or, you know, you told someone you watched Swiss Army Man, and they were like, oh, the one where Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe just farts the whole movie? <laughs> that was the hook, and I gotta say, it's pretty smart, you know? You know, if it was just any other actor, like, I don't know, if you had, like, Seth Green washing up and farting around the water for, you know, two hours, you wouldn't really care. You know, it's like, of course, of course that's a film he would do. But Daniel Radcliffe, it's, like, just strange enough that you're already hooked. Just a little bit. Just at least see what's going on. So I gotta give him that, you know. And um, the film, it has heart. You know, if I was going to say one thing about it, it has heart, maybe a little too heavy-handed on a lot of its themes. Like, I was thinking about it on the way home. If there was a film that someone was like, I want you to pick a film that 
kind of helps encapsulate um, millennials. I would probably pick this film uh, for a lot of reasons. First, it's not boring. And you can't be bored because there's so many jump cuts and fast editing that it's hard to be bored about the whole film. So it keeps your attention even through parts that are just kind of boring. Uh, Would you agree? Um. I got to be 100% honest. I watched this movie when it came out, and I don't remember much about it. <laughs> oh, um, great. Yeah, so I, I don't know if that speaks to the movie as a whole in that it just was kind of forgettable for me. Sure. I remember there being tons of symbolism. Right, um, right. But, um, yeah, in terms of uh, speaking towards millennials, I can't. I don't know if I can comment on that because I don't remember anything sticking out of my head where I was like, oh, yeah, this this will identify with my millennials 100%. I feel like the, the editing, though, as I said before, uh, also the heavy-handed themes. Like, it, it's very heavy-handed saying, you know, you have this guy who considers himself an outcast, and he's like, you know, people will just throw away things that uh, don't matter to them, but maybe in those things that we throw away, there's actually beauty, man. You know, that that kind of mentality. I know that's definitely nothing new, and that's not new with millennials. I mean, that goes way further back. But it felt like the way that it shared those ideas and not necessarily being maybe not overly clever, um, felt like a millennial thing. Like it felt like the the whole thing. I was tr- I was watching a uh, philosophical meme that like a college student would have made, and uh, that, at least that's just the, the that's the feeling I had through the whole thing. Like you know, what if you know farts were beautiful, or what if everyone just accepted their farts? Like that's something that you know some you know kid growing up on you know all kinds of memes would probably say in college, maybe halfway joking or being ironic. Um, but that's kind of the thing with this whole film. And I gotta say it did a pretty good job of it. Um, you know, the, the message wasn't necessarily wrong and, uh, the way it shared it was at least interesting. And, um, and even the acting, although there's, there's not a ton of it. I don't even know who the main, character is i've I've never seen him before in in anything we all know daniel radcliffe and i mean for trying to be a dead guy who's kind of at the end you don't know if he if he if the main guy was hallucinating the whole thing or not it's uh he did a pretty yeah good job. it seemed to me like it was like a break in his psyche he was right just going through something very right. deep and profound in his own self and kind of projected that on to a corpse well you see that's what you i mean that's the most logical thing that you're you're constantly thinking through the whole film and uh and what happens is he um the main character shows daniel radcliffe who is in all intents and purposes dead um like things about his life trying to teach him stuff because daniel radcliffe has forgotten everything because he's dead so he shows them a picture of this girl on his phone and he's like oh my oh my god that girl's the most beautiful girl in the whole world and it's the girl that the main guy really likes so for some reason he starts um 
acting out scenes from the main guy's life, but Daniel Radcliffe is playing the main guy, like they're on the bus and and they're playing a scene where Daniel Radcliffe is him and the other guy plays as the girl and they're like having exchanges and it's <laughs> super weird to talk about now and I feel kind of gross talking about it, but it's actually, it, it's pretty well done, but you're right, Guido. You start thinking, okay, he's just um, trying to talk as if the person he wants to be to himself, himself uh, and trying to kind of get through his skull why don't you just go for it especially since now you might not even make it back home because you're stranded on an island and uh but as the film goes on especially once you get to the end he stops acting the the daniel radcliffe so you start wondering that okay it was just all in his head and he's he's dead and at the very end we we see daniel radcliffe throwing in the water and he farts off and he looks back and he's smiling. So then you're like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and, and there's other people witnessing it too. So you're like, it, it reminds me at the end of, uh, of, of a much better movie being Birdman where, um, uh, the main character, I just totally forgot his name, uh, Michael jumps Keaton? out the Michael Keaton after he's been talking to his alter ego, the whole movie. And you think he might have powers. He jumps out the window and his daughter's there and she just looks out the window and she's smiling and as if he's flying away, so it makes you wonder, okay, did he did that really happen or not? Kind of the same concept here, although it's with farts and <laughs> Daniel right. Radcliffe with this dumb smirk on his face. Uh, and, you know, it's not bad. I can't say it's bad, you know. It, it's well shot. It's super simplistic. Uh, uh, you know, mainly you're just in the forest the whole time, so lots of nature shots. Uh, but it's just edited fast enough and it's just strange enough to keep you interested. And I felt at points, I think it was too strange. Oh, like, how so? I, I agree, I, but I'm curious to see what, what parts were too strange for you. I remember maybe giving this like two shots. Like it took me two times to try and watch it. Okay. And, uh, it got to the part, I think, doesn't he, he's like super thirsty. And he can't find water, and doesn't doesn't Harry Potter just barf up a bunch of water yes, for him to drink? He does. <laughs> and I remember just being like, uh, you know, I I don't know if I need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, that part, and uh, there's also a montage where he's just using him for a bunch of different things. But he like he like uses Daniel Radcliffe's like upper teeth, like his mouth to shave. So it's just like him sticking his whole face in Daniel Radcliffe's mouth and shaving. It's just it's stuff like that. It, uh, that's probably the two big extremes. Well, he puts a cork up his butt, but we don't really see that in in the mm-hmm. movie. But we know it happens. Uh, and the, oh yeah, but at the very end, how that pays off is they're drowning, and he uncorks his butt, and he, they shoot up in the air, and you see a big frame of Daniel Radcliffe's ass. Anyone that's uh, never heard of this movie is just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Right I now? know. I, that's why I felt so gross, just mumbling, as if it's just completely normal. <laughs> you know, uh, this is normal conversation. Um, it is. It's strange. And everything we've said is in the movie and is handled not not like a, um, uh, who's the one who did the Bum Bum song? He does all those movies. Freddy Got Fingered and movies like that. The gross out comedy. Tom Green. 
Tom Green, thank you. Uh, it's not like that. Uh, it sounds like it definitely is. And in the hands of someone else, like Tom Green, it would be that. Uh, but it's actually, it's done about as artistically as you possibly could do it without it being uh, completely disgusting. Like, you know, the water is kind of a big revelation because he's nearly um, about to dehydrate and die. And a lot of the other ways he uses them, like with farts, kind of riding them off the island is for a purpose. He's needing to get off the island. And so it's done. It rides that line really well. And I've got to give him props for that. All this stuff happening, it doesn't like none of it makes sense while you're watching it. Like you have to suspend your disbelief so far. You do that it that it's just. And then maybe that was my problem. I had to dis- disbelieve. I had to suspend my disbelief so far that I just I was like, "What's the point?" Right. You know, it, right. this is just a fever dream of a movie where right. they can do anything, and there's no like whatever problem he has something. Uh, the Daniel Radcliffe will will fix it somehow. Right, right. I started feeling the kind of the weight of of the film, kind of like what you're talking about uh, when they started. Whenever they would jump into those like themes, like they were going through a bunch of trash and talking about how all this trash represents stuff in life, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'm. I'm not watching this movie to learn some philosophy. You know, I want to see Daniel Radcliffe, you know, farting everywhere, which you still get. Um, when it lightened up on those tones and were and was just kind of hitting the learning more about the main character, and even though you don't really care about him outside of the, you know, you, he's a human, you just don't want him necessarily to die because he's a human. And, you know, that's, that's kind of all it, it needed, just baseline. And Daniel Radcliffe being kind of the instrument to get him from point A to point B is what kind of keeps you hooked and going along. But at the very end, I was going to be very mad because we get to the end and he just wanders into the lady he likes, his uh, her yard, and she gets a hold of his phone and notices that he's been taking a bunch of creepy pictures of her. And so she's freaked out and is like calling the cops and everything and his dad, uh, he's had dad issues, and his dad doesn't even want to see his the check to see if the body in the bag, which is Daniel Radcliffe, he only wants to see if it's actually his son because he just kind of doesn't care. Um, so all this stuff is just like accumulating that. Oh man, life is terrible, and him being gone for forever didn't amount to anything. And I was like, man, what a waste of time, you know, just to end a movie like this on such a sour note, and it turns it around. And mainly the, the point that turns it around is no one thinks he's that crazy anymore because they're seeing Daniel Radcliffe fart off into the sunset. Uh, so that helps a little bit. But still, that's about 10 to 15 minutes of the film that you just feel like you wasted your whole time. And uh, and I felt like it that, that was a point where I knew they were trying to hit home a message. But I still didn't feel like this film was the correct film to hit that message home. Um, I want to see a, a a happy, not necessarily a happy ending, but something a little more interesting. Like you know, they fart up onto the beach where all his family and everything are there, and they're like, "What the hell?" You know, something like that. At least didn't make me feel kind of depressed. Like, oh man, life does really suck. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. 
it came off that way, and I, I didn't care for that. But everything else before that point, it's good. You know, it's you can watch way worse. And yeah, you definitely a, can. I you know, I just feel it's it's like it's it's barely a cliff note in the past decade of movie making for me. Like it's just <laughs> such a forgettable movie. It. I, I can't, although I don't know, I don't know if I can agree with that. Uh, mainly because I mean, it's Daniel Radcliffe being a, a a water fountain, a fart propelled jet ski. I mean, that in itself is interesting, and to actually yeah. make a movie that's cohesive and actually tells a a, a good and decent story. If that wasn't Daniel a- Radcliffe, would it have the same impact? If that wasn't Harry Potter. It, I felt it would, but I do not know if I would have watched it. See, that's the point. That's the problem with the film is that's its only hook. That's the, I would say that's like the only thing that would have even got me remotely interested was hearing that this actor, uh, is playing this odd of a role. If they just got some no name person, um, I, no, I, I probably wouldn't even, you know, even considered watching it. Cause like, I don't want to watch a movie about some random actor guy farting around the water for two hours. You know, I don't care about that, but Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. That's interesting for him to choose. I mean, the only way you could top that is go even crazier with like, I don't know, George Clooney or, or, um, you know, Tom Cruise, which they wouldn't do it, but it's odd that he would do it. So it's just, that's the marketing hook. And, What I got after getting hooked uh, was actually not bad. I would consider well worth my time, and I would highly recommend it to um, to anyone interested in a an odd movie. Don't expect anything outstanding, and incredible. I think this movie definitely has gotten more hype than it deserved. Uh, of course, that's been about two years ago when it was everyone was talking about it. Uh, but it definitely is a decent film that I would recommend to. Uh, anyone who at least finds the premise interesting. Sure. Yeah, I guess. I can't <laughs> recommend it to anyone. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I, I don't really think there's much else. To s- it's sad that for a film that's about a guy uh, like cutting stuff with his legs, who's dead, you drink out of his mouth, that you know, there's not really much else to say. But after you just say that... Those are all the exciting parts. And then you're yeah. just left with a, a story of a guy who um, I guess has kind of, kind of gone through at least bits and pieces of what we all have gone through in our life. And that's kind of uplifting. But uh, but yeah, go check it out. It's free. Go on uh, Amazon. I think it's on Netflix. It's it's uh, it's worth a worth a watch. Well, OK, Sweet. well, let's go ahead and just rank this sucker. I... OK. <laughs> Um, let's see. Where would I put this? Um, I definitely, uh, for me, I I think it has rewatchability. I would really consider watching it again. Um, so (laughs) you're going to hate me. I would probably put it under, uh, Moana and above Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Like, oh, like, okay. Like, okay, on our, and if you're interested in our list, 
you know, pause this and go straight to uh, justokmovies.com. Uh, middle of the page, there's our uh, link for our movies of all time. And you can uh, definitely uh, see why we're discussing the ranking that we're uh, we're considering for this film. And you might get the same reaction that Guido got. <laughs> it's just like if I look at the rest of the list below that, like Black Panther, Ready Player One, Rogue One. I mean, even I, I would not want to watch those films again. And even though I would rewatch Battlefield Earth, this movie is much better than that. So I, that's the only spot that I'll be like, it makes sense. I, I guess I I'd put it probably below Ready Player One. That's fair. Um, I I think that's fair, and I will I will agree with you on that one. Um, Black Panther and Ready Player One I think are are uh, movies that even though I personally didn't care for them, a lot of thought and a lot of talent went into making those films. And yeah, I think just, just in general, more people would like those movies of the entire population than <laughs> they would Swiss Army Man. I would I would agree with you there. So, uh, well, very nice. So now we've got a new number 10 film, and that is Swiss Army Man. Poor Rogue One. Mm. Getting pushed down, man. Push way it deserves. Hanging out with Batman and Robin and Ben <laughs> Munchausen. <laughs> Well, hey, if you uh, have any comments of your own, or hey, if you've got any films you'd like us to watch, no, uh, I can't promise you we'll watch them, but please shoot us an email at uh, justokmovies at gmail.com, and we'll definitely uh, definitely consider giving it a watch. And if you have any other thoughts, any comments on this film, we would absolutely love to hear them. I love hearing your correspondence, and, and thank you, Be Ready, for sending this one in. You know, I was considering watching it. It sat in my watch list forever. And you gave me just that that nudge to to watch it, and I'm happy I did. So I really appreciate that a lot. And um, oh, and also I wanted to let everyone know we are now on Spotify. So if you're not uh, happy with your current um, uh, pod uh, service of choice, we're on Spotify now. It took forever, but we're there. So you can definitely. I don't know how you got on well. Spotify before us, before the main <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Spotify. I, <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening and tune in next week for, um, I'm not really sure what film we're going to do next week. I'll have to take a look. All right. I got to set that, that watching party up for, Oh, uh, that's right. Old dogs. Maybe yeah, I'll, and, I'll try and get that done. Uh, that sounds great, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, if you're not, I'm, I'm sure everyone listening is probably in Discord already, but if you're not, please get into the Just Okay Gamers Discord. Uh, what's the link to that, Guido? Do, do you know? Uh, it is discord.gg slash justokgamer. Join in. It's a great community. A bunch of great people are there. We'll talk all about games, movies, and I know when we plan this uh, watch party for old dogs, it'll be announced there. So please come join us. It's a good time. But, um, all right, everyone take care. Everyone have a lovely evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.